0: Welcome back to the podcast. Now we're doing chapter five, and we're going to talk about research. So there are different types of research you can do as a advertising agency. And again, make sure you go through the PowerPoint. So you're sure of some of these key questions. So go to slide five questions. The agency would like to know who's buying what you're selling. What are the audience's hot buttons? What are the audience's needs and which of those needs is in the client's product or service equipped to satisfy? What is the research department's purpose? This one's important. It's the research department's job to gather customer intelligence that enables everyone else to make intelligent decisions. We're going to create an ideal customer profile and that profile will be for our fictional client and it will be the second discussion board that we do. So pay special attention as we go through asking about uh, that ideal customer profile. So what kind of information can we get where well, we can find either primary market research or secondary market research primary research is anything that the agency does itself, or that the client has done and provided for intelligence. So uh, listed, if you look on slide seven, interviews, questionnaires. Oh, mystery shopping's a good one, right? So how do you get reviews from that? Focus groups and other primary sources collected directly. Uh, It also lists diaries, by the way, which includes the old way, at least, of doing radio and TV broadcasting. Your secondary mark, market research are reports that are available to the general public, uh, census data, government information, website information that's out there, trade associations, and other things that directly, well they're gathered from other sources. So there's a couple of things to remember. When it comes to primary data um, it's great to have when you can do it. It's very expensive to gather and it can be almost impossible in some cases to gather. Uh, Secondary data while free uh, you have to remember the old adage you get what you pay for so part of the problem with secondary data is that it could be of low quality Um, it could be something well it's pretty much if it's available let's say it's government data it's something everybody has so are your competitors using it and how are they using it that's an important question so something to think about when you're doing any kind of business venture and you're going along with that of course there are qualitative and quantitative research I don't think I need to get too far into which is which, qualitative meaning experiential or, um, or basically a lot of those feelings or intangibles the client might have as opposed to, or rather the client's target market rather than quantitative, which <coughs> numbers directly, those numbers could be anything for sales data or demographic information, how much people spend at a Given area, or how much they spend, or how often they buy the product. I was once part of a focus group, and it's kind of interesting to talk about focus groups. This is a, something I'd recommend you try if you can, and sometimes they even pay you a little something to do it gift card or something. Um, there are people that actually go around, not headhunters, but very similar. Um, they look for people that fit the demographics. And sometimes you can sign up for those things. And if you get into those focus groups, they can be very interesting. You're going to meet people that they feel meet the same criteria um, demographically. So it could be something as simple as where you live, your income level, something like that, or something more along the lines of what we consider to be um, ethnic or racial groups or gender or any of those areas there. So think about it. Um, If you get a chance to do it, I would suggest try it. Again, they'd sometimes pay you a little something. But more importantly, you're going to get some really interesting uh, feedback and a a really interesting uh, experience if you if you get a chance to do that. So in the end, when you go down, pay attention again to these slides, there's advantages and disadvantages. By the way, one last thing I'll mention is there's a link that I put in there. Um, for eye tracking technology. It's on slide 29. But actually, they can watch. Um, and I'm not quite sure how the technology does this, frankly, but they're able to watch by figuring out how people or what part of a website people watch by what they're looking at. Uh, really interesting, isn't it, to find out. So um, if they run this on your website, and have a, have a look at this. Uh, if you hire one of these companies. They can tell you who's looking at what. I mean, real science fiction type stuff, right? Um, Also, Big Brother, right? (laughs) So at the same time, when you think about it, they know what part of website you're looking at. Not so good. Um, But these things are very interesting, and they're emerging, and I think they're going to impact where we go with advertising and trying to be effective, as we always are trying to increase our effectiveness of who we reach, how we reach them, um, how can we do it without doing it as much so for example you get paid when you um when you pay for an impression you know can you get the same amount of sales with 1000 impressions as you did with 10000 how can we make that happen so i hope there's not too much background noise i'm trying uh, a little different area doing my podcast and if you haven't tried anchor podcast yet you might even look in it for yourself. Uh, that's the platform I'm using. You might even hear an occasional promotion for it um, as I've signed up for that, um, just to see if it would work. But, um, but give it a shot. Uh, if you, uh, the, uh, going back to the, uh, if you get the chance to uh, be part of a focus group or any of these activities, um, while, especially while you're a student, at least look into it just be careful of scams there's always people they're going to ask for information and if they're asking for a lot of personal information they're probably not a legit group so be very aware of that and that is about all i want to cover for this area please remember always that um, you should be reviewing the chapter i would suggest reading the chapter uh, either right after the podcast or read it first and then go you can always listen to the podcast more than once. I try to keep them short just for that possibility. And if you have trouble, as you know, always email me directly at my uh, campus email, which is in Blackboard uh, for those of you who are officially in the course. Thanks.